Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings, friends, and welcome into this Unleavened Bread Sabbath service from the Christ Assembly Worldwide. Yahweh bless you. Uh, this is a time of year where we have our Unleavened Bread Feast, and it is ending up now on the last day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is a high holy day, and we're on the biblical Sabbath, the seventh day of the week, the Saturday these are days Yahweh commanded forever, and he said that he will do special work, and these are called the days of Yahweh. Yes, he said, these are my days. They're not the Jews' days. They're not any other people's days. He says, these are the days called my feasts, saith Yahweh. So praise be unto him. The word feast means an appointment, and he is here today to do a work. He is in our midst. So he's doing a work throughout the earth today, and uh, we just are going to have our typical service, and we're going to open in prayer now. Almighty Heavenly Father Yahweh, in the name of Yahshua, we thank you that we can come boldly before your throne of grace, and that we have, through your Son, who is symbolized in the death, uh, the unleavened bread of the, the lamb that was sacrificed, for us, Father, that we can now through your blood and through your your flesh who was killed and who was broken for us, that uh, we can now come into the holiest, your flesh which was the veil, Father. I pray that today our understanding will come deeper in what you're doing for us in the earth. And I pray today you'll continue to show us your grace and mercy your love and, and blessing to those who seek you and seek to live more and more as believers. So Father, anoint the speakers and the hearers to, uh, today that together we might hear the Holy Spirit and that we might become more closer and stronger in your name for your kingdom governance on earth and to teach, first of all, that you died, you are buried, and he rose again, and that we now have that legal right access to all of your blessings and to all of your covenants, and that we can see it fulfilled in our lives, all those new covenant blessings and all those old covenant blessings. Praise be unto your holy name, Father. We love you and seek your way and ask that it be done in the name of Yahshua. Please watch over and guard our loved ones. Uh, bless them, Father, at this time. It is a holy day. Sanctify them, Father, through the covenants that you've given us through Yeshua, who has been our sacrificial lamb. And make it more and more understood and known to us, that work of salvation. 
In your almighty powerful name we pray. Amen. Well, like it says in Joel 2, a blow the trumpet in Zion. I believe we are the church, and in the church, Zion. The church is called Zion. So, uh, and it tells us in the word, to blow the shofar at the holy assemblies. So, uh, Pastor Les, if you will, please blow the trumpet for us. And uh, also here we're blowing the trumpet. We're going to make a, a loud noise and rejoicing praises. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Okay, let's start now with the first and greatest commandment that Yeshua told us to pray. The daily Shema prayer that the Hebrews know to pray and Ezra the scribe also had codified for us. Everyone knew what it was when he was asked what is the greatest commandment. And in Mark 12, 29, Jesus said, or his Hebrew name, Yeshua, he had said, that the first and greatest commandment is here, O Israel, Yahweh, our Elohim, is one Yahweh, and you shall love Yahweh, your Elohim, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. So praise Yahweh. Uh, we have this commandment. The long form of it is Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through about verse 10. We're going to normally just read Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 in, in our liturgy, verse 4 through 9. Uh, and uh, every day, two times per day, we recommend people remember this and pray it. Yes, and we do love you and praise you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. With all our heart, we love you, Father. We thank you that you've given us this commandment with all the heart, hallelujah, to praise you. And that uh, we just do love you. We love you and praise you, seeking your way. And so, well, let's let's read the, the Shema, and uh, we can sing it as well. The first part: Shema Israel, Yahweh Eloheinu, Yahweh Echad, Baruch. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our Elohim, Yahweh is one Yahweh, and you shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be upon thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently to thy children, and talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk on the way, and when you lie down and when you rise up, and you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them on the posts of thy house and on thy gates. Okay. Today we're going to talk about the great 
salvation we have through the body and blood of Yeshua. Yes, that's what it's all about. Praise be unto his holy name. I have uh, printed a number of verses, and it is, uh, and it was right here. And we'll do the blessing over the bread and the wine to partake, enjoy, and celebrate what he has done for us. And as I uh, grab my notes, just a minute. We could also call this one Evangelize the Crucifixion. That's what it's all about, is to bring people, because right now, the whole creation is under the curse. And the only way is through the shedding of blood, through Yeshua's blood, in our place. He, he became our Passover lamb. He became our sacrifice once and for all. And without him, we're in a lot of trouble. So wherever we go, whatever we do, our right to the blessings. We're going to also go what blessings we do have a right to. We're going to go over. And in our liturgy, we're going to cover the Abrahamic blessing, like it says in Galatians 3.16, that you get the Abrahamic blessing through the blood of Yeshua. And go through those verses. And we have now a right to go into the Holy of Holies through his blood and through his body, which is the veil. <coughs> and uh, Paul, as Paul had said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 and 4, For I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. Yes, uh, today we want to also evangelize his death, burial, and resurrection. What a great accomplishment he has made for us. There's nothing more important for us believers. As Paul had said, and that even the most wisest words that we could try to, to say, it will not communicate this important truth, which can only be preached. Yes, uh, the evangelizing or the preaching of the gospel is our topic today. And I hope I can bring it across to you with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 17, I believe gets directly into this topic. <clears throat> it says, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, and unto us which are saved, it is the power of Elohim, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. 
I think we got a bit too much incense today. <coughs> Still getting over a little bit of the cough. So, Holy Spirit, help me. Although in this vessel, I've uh, been a bit uh, under the weather this week. <laughs> and not with the wisdom of words. The cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which believe it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolishness the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Yes, for the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified. Unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the meekness, or the weakness of God, is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of this of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, and who of God is made unto wisdom and righteousness, and sanctification and redemption that according as it is written he that glorieth let him glory in Yahweh as, uh, as we read here the subject becomes clearer and clearer people want to get around the necessity of preaching the crucifixion. They want to get around the cross. But Yeshua said, unless you take up your cross and follow me. You know, and Paul had said many times, reckon your flesh dead. Dead, dead, dead. Deathify or crucify the works of the flesh. It says it over and over and over. We have to be consider our, our flesh crucified in him. Now that's the list of verses. Let me make sure I have that here. Because it says we need to basically kill our flesh with Christ and consider it killed. There's a number of verses. 
on this topic. And I have them in my Bible, uh, a section that I had collect, uh, collected a number of them, and I don't see it here now. Uh, but there are, it's well known, uh, we have to crucify our flesh. Jesus said it. If you don't take up your cross, then you cannot follow me. Or you are not worthy of me. And it says in Matthew 10, verse 38. And he that taketh not his cross and, and followeth after me is not worthy of me. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 18, um, it talks about there are many enemies of the cross. So there's Yeshua foretold the cross before he even went and crucified himself on it. He said, you guys have to take up your cross, crucify your flesh. And that became a big theme of Paul, of crucifying our flesh. And so um, we have to think of it all the time, really, because we still have this flesh. We all still have flesh. Um, so the gospel becomes real to us again whenever we think about what's going on in the flesh. And then this opens up a whole level of other studies that have to do with, for example, the works of the flesh, um, a, a number of things that the flesh does and says that you have, for example, if you have the agape or have the love of the world, if you agape the world rather than agape the Father, you have the love. We're supposed to unconditionally love the Father with all our heart, with all our soul. He is our joy. He is our happiness. We love his peace and we enjoy it and know that it's the greatest climax that there is. Uh, I just wanted to do a, a scripture reading. We have our scripture reading time. And Pastor Les, if you have a comment that you would like to give, I'm just going to pause on this subject while I read Psalms chapter 1. We normally do it after the shofar or after the shema, but at this stage we have a time of reflection and to do it at, at this time. Psalms chapter 1. Scripture reading for today. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of Yahweh, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be as a tree planted by rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. 
The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For Yahweh knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So praise Yahweh. Those of us who are godly, we have many great promises. You can also read Psalms 112 or what it says for women in Proverbs 31. A number of other blessings that have to do with just delighting in Yahweh, delighting in all of his laws, the good standard for life and expression of life to the fullest. But still, though, we have to crucify the actual flesh, which does not want to follow the good things of Yahweh, but wants to seek after destruction, wants to seek after the things that pollute and corrupt. We have to catch it, put it in line, and get on his path of life and righteousness. It's a continual thing, and that's why it says when you wake up in the morning, you should put on your four-quarter garment, and you should look on the blue ribbon that's in your corners of your garment and remember all of his commandments. It says that you see it with your eye, that your eye does not go looking after the lusts of the world. The big thing that even Eve in the, in the scriptures, she saw with her eyes the lust of the world. And Adam too. Rather than look to the law. And the law is life and it's true blessing and it's true pleasure and delight and true good things in every part of life. Yes, and so... Uh, we have this uh, blessing in him, and it says that uh, you cannot serve two masters. You're going to either hate the one or love the other. Yes, so we have to side upon the spiritual. Yes, it's great to have this, the... the uh, we do like, it's okay to like the things in the flesh, but not to agape them, not to love them. As it says that if you agape the things in the world, you cannot love the Father. And it says, what is in the world? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. These three things. So we're continually seeing ways we could apply it as we go through the word. The continual remembrance, if we will remember his sacrifice, and which we do today and we have done at Passover this year, Remembering he fulfilled that he's our Passover lamb. And so we have uh, kept the, the Feast of Unleavened Bread for the week. As he was still for the first week, his body was restoring itself. And we have this, uh, this truth. It's also biblical. But he was still uh, healing. He was still restoring. He told people, do not touch him. And uh, his, uh, finally, after unleavened bread had ended, 
then you have uh, the 10 additional days, a short, uh, a short period of time. And you have uh, the additional feast of, of Pentecost that was fulfilled. Sorry, it was 40 days that he continued on the earth after his ascension. Then you have 10 more days till, till Pentecost. And that was the last feast to be fulfilled. Next feast will be trumpets. And then you have the two high holy days of tabernacles. The seven high holy days per year, all called appointments of Yahweh that are forever and that he will fulfill again on a national scale, on a global scale, and everyone will know of his fulfillments. Or they will at least feel it. They don't believe they're going to see it, feel it, and know it, but may not believe. There will be many non-believers still at the very end. But yes, uh, Pastor Les, uh, Pastor Les is on with us today and is open for his uh, feedback and comments. And uh, at the very end, we'll have some open time for comments in the chat room, of course. It's our normal structure. But uh, forgive me, I'm a little still sounding a bit under the weather, but uh, Yahweh willing, we'll continue with a quite a good study. And we will take of the communion bread and wine together. But yes, um, I'm going to then, uh, if you have nothing further to share on this, Pastor Les, uh, I will then grab the uh, communion bread and wine and bring it forward here. So just one moment. Almighty Heavenly Father Yahweh, we pray now to you asking for a deeper understanding and a blessing upon the bread and the wine. We thank you for your many declarations, covenants, and blessings that is already upon the wine. We thank you that you've given us and have shared it with us to partake. We ask forgiveness of any sin, Father, we be cleansed of it, in any sickness, 
may uh, our loved ones or ourselves who are partaking of it be also healed because it is also part of the blessings that's contained in the wine and in the bread. For by your stripes we were healed that by the blood of the Lamb, the blessing of, of Abraham come upon us, and that we walk in health and not in sickness. As you said, Father, in your blessings of Abraham, in regards to this cup, your sacrifice, that we would be the head and not the tail. We thank you we are the head and not the tail, and that we are above only and not beneath, and that we lend and we do not borrow. And we walk in health and not in sickness. We walk in prosperity and not in poverty. We thank you, Father, for these blessings of Abraham that you transmit to us through your blood. I pray for a deeper study on this. And may it brought, be brought renewed in all of its power to us today. Amen. Yes, uh, Paul had called this cup the cup of blessing. That's another reason why I recited the Abrahamic blessing upon the cup. Yes, uh, Paul called it the cup of blessing. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. In chapter 11, verse 27, Paul called it the cup of Yahweh. You see, it's, it's quite a powerful thing. Uh, in our prayer over the bread, it's further elaborated that it is the cup of Yahweh. He bring it's the the blessing the blessing that we sing actually reads in English, "Blessed are you." Yahweh, our Elohim. This is what we declare over the wine. We declare Yahweh, who is in the wine. And we have earlier said Yahweh is one Elohim. He is everything who is one with us. He's sharing it with us. And now we we bless him on, and we Bless the cup, and Yahweh is in the cup. And the teachings in Christianity have, have always been that you're also partaking of the literal flesh, resurrected flesh, or a higher spiritual reality of the flesh and the blood. And that it's changed so that it becomes the literal flesh which Yeshua had told us, and the literal blood, which Yeshua had told us in John 6.53, that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you shall have no life in you. This radical teaching of John chapter 6, verse 32 through 35, or you can continue on through the whole chapter 6 really had shown, yes, uh, this is the real bread from heaven. It's more 
beneficial than that bread, that manna that came down. This is the real thing. Like it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 and 20, that this bread and this wine gives us the boldness to enter into the holiest, that is, by his blood and through his flesh, which is the veil. What an awesome honor and blessing it is to enter in. The cup of the new covenant, he called it, in Luke 22, verse 20. Yes, it's such a powerful truth. When we receive this symbol of his blood today, and the reality of his blood, we are receiving the new covenant. We are receiving his, as it says, the new covenant was his resurrection. And we receive his death. There's a few cups during the actual Passover service. At a few different times, you drink the different cups. And the third cup where, where Yeshua said, this one is the resurrection cup. This is the new covenant cup. But we take all three in one as well. Sometimes they mix it. And we partake of all the symbols, all the meanings at each time. And as it says, as often as you do, you do it in remembrance of me. Well, the Hebrews do it two times per week, Friday night at sundown and around Saturday at sundown. That's what people they were talking to. and The same blessing is said upon this cup of Yahweh, this cup of blessing. But we must not take of it unworthily. We're to pray on it, to realize we need it, to realize... We must be cleansed of sin. Like it says in Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without his blood. We need his blood for forgiveness of sin. So, Father, we receive all these many meanings and blessings, Abrahamic blessings, Father, your covenants, Father. Knowing that it's called the cup of Yahweh, and let's now recite the nine covenantal prayer names of Yahweh. For you are Yahweh Yira, our provider. You provide us all of our need according to your riches and glory by Mashiach Yeshua, Jesus the Christ. For you are Yahweh Nisi, our banner. Yahweh fights for us. For you are Yahweh Rapha, for by your stripes we are healed. For you are Yahweh Sabuoth. Thus saith Yahweh, the King of Israel, Redeemer, Yahweh of hosts, I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. For you are Yahweh Shalom, Yahweh our peace. For the Elohim of peace, 
shall bruise Satan under our feet shortly. The grace of Yahweh, Yeshua HaMashiach, be with you. Amen. For you are Yahweh Sitzkanu, our righteousness. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper, for our righteousness is of Yahweh Yeshua. For you are Yahweh Rohi, our shepherd. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. For you are Yahweh Shammah, ye shall never leave us nor forsake us. For you are Yahweh Mekadishim, for both he, Yeshua, that sanctifieth, and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he, Yeshua, is not ashamed to call them brethren. Yes, Father, we thank you for this cup of blessing. This cup of Yahweh, which we place great worth upon and upon your flesh, for by your stripes we were healed. So let's sing the blessing of the bread. Baruch Atah Yahweh Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Amotzi Lechami Haaretz Amen Blessed are you, Yahweh, our Elohim, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. <clears throat> we receive it, Father. And upon the wine. Baruch Atah Yahweh, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, Doreh Peri Agathim, Amen. Blessed are you, Yahweh our Elohim, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Lachaim, to life. So we thank him that it's through him we have rights and it's through him we have justification. It's through him we have glorification. And uh, <clears throat> so let's end with the ironic blessing. It said at least uh, the of the weekly Sabbath by the priests to be to be proclaimed over the people. You know, we gave his commandments to the descendants of Aaron. And in my genealogy, I do have some ironic blood in there. If you're Irish, you have a lot more chance than others. They're all called sons of Aaron in Ireland, right? That's the most common thing you call an Irish person. Son of Aaron. 
Thank you, Father. We love you, Father. Praise you and bless you for your many blessings. May we receive it well, Father. Under your grace and mercy and love. Blessed be your holy name. And I'll just uh, say it in English, because the Hebrew, I don't think everybody knows Hebrew, and uh, the part to where you respond back, but we can teach people. I'll just uh, say it in English. May Yahweh bless you and keep you. May Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Well, not a perfect uh, uh, study, but Yahweh blesses it, and uh, I'm sure we can get uh, a lot out of it. I think uh, this will... uh, get everybody uh, learning a bit more and keep some more structure to the Sabbath. Uh, if you want to see this continue and expand, do write us an email at minister at com or by post or by telephone. You can call us, area code 714-983-6968. Please uh, get in contact and and let us know if you want to become a part of our extended church and see that this ministry grows. We need everyone's prayers and support. Like Paul had said often, that he wanted other people to pray for him, but also for us to pray for all the saints at all times. Be continuously interceding for each other. So... uh I hope everyone has a just a blessed continuation of this uh, feast day with your loved ones. We have a good uh, festival with good food and so forth. Yahweh bless. And Shabbat Shalom. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.